Welcome to your bestie, Estie. I'm Ariel, and I am sitting on Alyssa's floor. My living room floor. Yeah, we're actually not in the lab today. We are still on the coast, the beautiful coast. In Half Moon Bay, California. If you're interested in having a lovely visit to the California coast, book your treatment with Alyssa at lashandbeautybarhmb.com. Or your massage or body treatment with Wendy, also at the same website. Perfect for the holidays. This is our holiday episode. This is our holiday episode. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, nothing better than um, a gift to some self-love, self-care treatments. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, we we had some pretty awesome Black Friday deals, but by the time this episode airs, it's going to be it's going to be be done. But I will be having we will be having some New Year's uh, stuff. Holiday ones. Oh, holiday Where stuff. I, I'm all oh. about gift something to somebody else and then also treat yourself. I love that. Give one, get one. Yep. Give one, get one. So there will be some give one, get ones with gift cards and services and other things. So, you know, good karma. Get- so you give a hydrofacial, get a hydrofacial. Basically. Now, don't quote me on that. That's not the exact deal, but basically. Or, yeah, we don't know what the promos are yet yeah. because, like, full disclosure, we are recording, like, a few weeks before this is airing because... We're in the time machine. We're in a time machine and also like we work outside of having a podcast. Like, is it my fantasy to just record this show and then publish it a few days later? Yeah, absolutely. Would that be amazing? A hundred percent. Manifesting that for you. Everyone, everyone manifests that for Ariel. (laughs) To have your bestie SD be successful enough to where like this is all we're doing. Yep. This is it. Can you actually? I know you guys are dying for that, for just like nonstop content to hear us all the time, to be on the, (laughs) to to come to Ask Nasty Live at some point. Ooh, Ask Nasty Live. That's my dream. We, we, we're living the dream now and we will be living the dream. It's already happened. That's how manifesting works. Yes. It's it's happening happening sometime. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Because we're in the time machine. Future <laughs> future uses. It's are... going to happen at the Lash and Beauty Bar yep. in Half Moon Bay, California, located at the shops at Harbor Village. It's really important that you know that their Lash and Beauty Bar is located at the shops in Harbor Village. The way you say that every time, I just like I, it just comes out of your mouth like butter. And I'm just like, I would stumble over every single one of those words. The shops and I work at Harbor there. Village. Just the whole thing. <laughs> Lash and Beauty Bar, H&B, blah, blah, blah. Lash, yeah. See, Lash I, and Beauty Bar, H&B.com. Yep. See, and that I, it's my website, and I can't even do it like she does it. <laughs> I believe in you. I think if you... <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> but anyways, we are here today for a very special Christmas episode. It's just the two of us. Yes, I, it is. I enjoy episodes that are just the two of us. That's- oh, my gosh. I just remembered what we were going to do at the lab today. And the only reason that it's not great that we're recording at your house. What? You were going to do my brows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's, that's, I, for, I completely forgot. We'll do it. We'll figure it out. I mean, we're not gonna, tonight, but not like, tonight. We're not going to do my brows tonight, but, uh, yeah. Just stay tuned to find out if Alyssa does my brows before. <laughs> the new year before the new year <laughs> place your bets everyone let us know on our our uh, instagram what you think yeah, i'm not posting pictures of the brows currently there no but we should do a poll and oh. you guys can answer 
Do you think that Ariel should have Alyssa do her? No. Did it, did Ariel get her brows done before the oh. new year? Yes or no? Mm, yeah. TBD. TBD. <laughs> so today we're talking about um, some like recent beauty trends from the last year or two, three years. I was trying to do just 2023, but then we were talking about it and you were like, the years all kind of blended together. I don't know. Yeah. With like the 2020, the, 2021, that was one year. It was, it was one year with the advent of TikTok and everything. I just have no clue. Like what, when Ariel brought this up, I was like, what, what are the trends of 2020? I feel like I, every thing I can think of just, it started in 2020 and it it counts to now anything that's recent that's recent anything from the last three years can be on this list yes because we haven't been making this podcast for that long so we're we're, we're all catching up we're, yes exactly okay so we're tr- we're talking about mo- these recent beauty trends and whether or not they're naughty or nice whether or not they make the naughty list or the nice list and Alyssa you get to be the judge you get to be Santa. it's my naughty or nice list you get to be Santa yep you know how I feel about Santa uh, Ariel Ariel I have an affinity it's a good way of saying it I have an appreciation I a proclivity <laughs> I have an uh a weird thing <laughs> <laughs> a fetish is the word fetish is this that kind of podcast no it's this not this isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> I was actually like on a call with some of my co-workers recently and one of my co-workers was talking about how like annoyed he is with the gray hairs in his beard and I was like no you should keep them that's attractive and he was like he looked at me like I was like some kind of pervert I do think though in a non-fetishizing way Women love the salt and pepper. I agree. I think most women love the salt and pepper. Santa's just a little bit more salt. He's a little saltier. He's all salt. All salt. Well, not all Santas. I mean, you could have a salt and pepper Santa. I I, I mean, you're not supposed to. That's not. You're not supposed to. No, that's not Santa. That's not Santa. Santa (laughs) is. Okay, Santa fascist. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't like how you're imposing these weird standards on Santa. I'm sorry. Santa, Santa can be can- whoever Santa wants to be. My bad. This-, this is now a Santa podcast. And uh, I'm on his naughty list, apparently. You're on the naughty list. Now let's see what skincare what, stuff what is skin- on the naughty list. It's on the naughty list. Okay, number one from the last few years. The 10-step routine. I feel like this was really popularized during the pandemic when ever- we were all just like at home doing not a whole lot and we decided that something we could fill our time with that would also be productive is adopting a 10-step skincare routine it's a lot of steps so that's on the naughty list and it's for me too it's not uh it's not because there's anything wrong with it i mean the thing is your skin can only absorb so much at any given time and you don't need to be putting things on your skin just for the sake of putting things on your skin. Right. You need a routine that is tailored to you and your concerns and your skin type. And that may or may not be 10 products. It really shouldn't be. Um, I mean, it could be. I have some nights I do put all that stuff on my face because I have it. But I also have to stop myself because I'm like, some of these things do the exact same thing as each other. Why am I putting on? It's all redundant. Yes. And We're duplicating is, the effort exactly. here. Exactly. We don't need to be doing that. All of your products should be doing different things. 
and they should be doing things that your skin needs. And if your skin doesn't need it and they're not doing different things, don't use it. (laughs) And it's probably more effective if you use a product that has multiple ingredients. Yes. And that is where the price tag tends to come from. Yeah. When products are properly formulated and utilize multiple ingredients and benefits so that you don't have to use so many products that aren't all getting absorbed. That's actually a nice way to think. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's a nice way to think about it. Like you're combining, if you would have otherwise used all of those ingredients separately, if you combine them into one product or two products or however many, yeah, like you might be paying a little bit more for like a better formulation. Exactly. Because they make them all stable and they use the right, the right versions of them. Yeah, exactly. But overall, like you're buying fewer products, which is kind of a good thing and you're putting well, fewer it's also better for the environment less stuff less bottles yep less trash yes all right next one is korean beauty products well that's actually where the 10-step routine came from uh, korean beauty yes it's it's the 10-step korean routine there's nothing wrong like inherently wrong with korean beauty products but they're they value skincare it's not even that they value skincare more, but I would say that like their drugstore versions are like Clinique here. Mm. So they have a higher standard for beauty, higher standard for beauty products. So a lot of their stuff is really good, <laughs> but it's not better than stuff you can get here. So, it's like or better than the good stuff you can get here. So like buying drugstore korean products versus drugstore products in the u.s is probably nice yes but you don't need a full routine of korean beauty products to have good skin so it's not like every single thing that they do is i'm gonna go naughty for the perfectionism because we don't need to be perfectionists we don't i'm gonna say not i mean it's kind of neutral right it's more neutral than naughty or nice i think Overall, you could say, like, maybe products are nice. Like, the products are nice. Products are nice. The perfectionism, naughty. Naughty. We don't mm-hmm. we don't need to do it. Okay. Next trend is slugging. Can you, first, can you first explain what slugging is? Slugging is applying an occlusive barrier, an occlusive product to the skin, which means, like, aquaphor or Vaseline, a product that does not allow... Well, it creates a barrier. It creates a barrier that doesn't allow moisture to escape. Mm-hmm. So slugging is nice, but it's, but with an asterisk here, <laughs> it's not for everyone. And you need to be careful what products you're layering underneath the slugging. Mm-hmm. I would say a once a week slugging, if you have dry or dehydrated skin, especially during winter months, good, good thing. Or if you have an impaired skin barrier. Mm. So... Where it can be naughty is if you're not washing your face properly, bacteria that sits on the skin is going to be trapped underneath it. Oh, no. Yeah. And oil and other things. So you need to be really careful. Like it's just like all up in there. Exactly. And it can't get out, which it otherwise might be able to. Exactly. Because basically, as we get older, our skin loses its ability to uh, retain water. And we start to lose water, and it's called transepidermal water loss. And applying this occlusive product 
of your choice helps keep that moisture in so you're not losing the water that you're putting on with like hyaluronic acid and other stuff and then again it helps keep all all your products properly penetrate they're not evaporating they're not they're just getting fully absorbed so when you apply this outer layer it's helping improve the barrier of your skin but it's not something you should be doing every night yeah once when properly done it is nice but if you're doing it too much, it's naughty. Yep. You can't have Santa over every night. You No. <laughs> Just on Christmas. Just on Christmas. <laughs> okay. I'll stop. No, I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next trend is called skin cycling. And I really don't know much about this. What exactly is skin cycling? It's something to do with the barrier, the, the skin barrier. No. no skin cycling okay. um something with so basically if you're using a retinol okay a retinoid and then exploiting ingredients skin cycling is you're using your products on specific days in specific orders so you are cycling your skincare is day to day what you do in general anyways not yeah. everyone does oh, okay um and the the concept comes actually from a dermatologist i forget her name we should probably credit her in the show notes because it's her concept. Okay. And it is that you use a retinoid and then the following day you you don't. And then the following day you use an exfoliating ingredient because when you use a retinoid, it promotes cell turnover. So all the cells that are underneath are getting pushed upwards and new cells are generating. Mm-hmm. And it's creating a layers of dead skin because they're dead skin cells they are being pushed up. The old cells are going bye-bye. They're coming to the top of the, the top layer and you need to exfoliate that off. And if you've ever started a retinoid for the first time, you, you notice the peeling and the dryness that you see. And that is what's happening. So when you use the skin cycling, you're promoting that cell turnover. You're giving it the amount of days it needs to be effective. And then you're exfoliating all that dead skin off. And then repeat. So that's nice. That is nice. Not naughty. Not naughty. It's good to be skin cycling. Yes. Um, okay. The next trend that we're going to talk about is called microneedling. And nice, nice one done properly. Do not microneedle yourself at home. <laughs> that, two things: if you are microneedling yourself at home, that is a hundred percent, thousand percent naughty. That is naughty. That is forever naughty. Don't t- don't poke things into your skin no. at home. Nope. Let a professional do that. Yes. Professionals doing it, nice. You doing it yourself, naughty. Correct. I think that might be the same for this next one. Um, the next one is dermaplaning. Amazing. Once a month. Done by a professional. Don't do it at home. Naughty. Naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. What about you, if you, you take a, sh- a razor and you just shave your face? No. <clears throat> I mean, the tink razors, you could maybe do once a week uh-huh. on your own. because You shouldn't be doing it more frequently than that because your skin barrier. The skin barrier. Your skin barrier. If you If you have hair that you're concerned about, wax it off get waxed go see a professional for waxing and dermaplaning and for the record dermaplaning's goal is to remove dead skin your stratum corneum 
the top layer. I think it the is, videos of that are fun to watch. Oh yeah, like it's if super, you I love doing it. If you it's haven't so seen a video of dermaplaning when they like just sh- like they just like shave off the dead skin, but a benefit or a perk is that your hair also your vellus hair your peach fuzz also gets removed but that's not the point the point isn't to remove hair the point is to remove the dead skin on top yeah so that's why it's like if you have hair that you feel is problematic that grows in more frequently than peach fuzz then you need to get that waxed off or lasered or other things but not dermaplaning or not at home dermaplaning (laughs) Okay, the next one is one that is new to you and me, and it's a it's called skinimalism. So it's like the opposite of the ten step routine. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So skinimalism is um, adopting more of a minimalist approach to your skincare and using fewer products with more active ingredients and better formulations. I mean, one hundred percent nice. I think now. I, I mean, like if it means only using what you need. Then yes, if it means not using anything except cleansing and moisturizing, no. <laughs> so there's there's like boundaries on both ends, right? There's like doing too much and then there's doing too little. Yes. Doing too little would be not washing your face enough. Yes. Not using not moisturizing, moisturizing after you not wearing sunscreen every day. Not wearing sunscreen every day. Yeah. So anything anything less than that is too minimalist and that's naughty yes so yeah the next trend that we're going to talk about is is snail mucin and we've talked about this before and I don't know how this became so popular as just like an ingredient in skincare but it is a thing and what is it Alyssa what is snail mucin exactly well it's what snails produce the like that slime yes so and why is it in skincare? Because it's it's basically like overly glorified hyaluronic acid with okay. some healing properties. And the so th- you the could th- probably get the same benefit from a well-formulated hy- hyaluronic acid serum. Yes, or products that have like ceramides and other things in it. No, it's not to say that it doesn't do a good job, but it's not the holy grail everyone thinks that it is. <laughs> There are products out there that already exist that do the same things or similar things. There's always like one product, right? Like there's just always one product every so often that people just go nuts over. Yep. And I I believe the people who say it transformed their skin. But what I have to say is most likely they weren't using another product similar. Yeah. And that's why. It's not because it in and of itself is just like the holy grail. Right. So I'm going to put that on the naughty list, especially because they have to stress the snails out in order to get them to release this. Mm. And that's not. Not nice. I don't think that's nice. I think that's naughty. That's naughty. Abusing snails is naughty. Yes. And some people think they're just snails. And that, I mean, like you cooking you. them in their shells with garlic butter sauce. That's nice. That's nice. I mean, I, I, I had we had it together the first time I had escargot. I had it with you. We were at um, where were we at? We were in Napa somewhere. Yeah. Was it French Laundry? No, no, no. Had- oh, it was uh, Bistro Janti. Bistro Janti in Napa. Yes, that was that was nice. That was nice. That was definitely not naughty. 
the garlic butter snails were pretty nice. But I wouldn't want them to like suffer to produce snail mucin to put on my skin. Yeah. And also if you're a vegetarian, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had escargot since, so you can, (laughs) there you go. You can feel good about that. It's not a common occurrence. All right. The next trend is quote unquote clean beauty products. So Alyssa, you got some thoughts. Okay. I dislike the term clean because it doesn't really mean anything. (laughs) Um, It's just branding. It is branding. So, for example, I I sell Skin Better Science, Skin Script, um, and they're medical medical grade products, Skin Better Sciences, and it uses chemicals. Everything is a chemical. So when people say chemicals are bad, everything is a chemical. Mm -hmm. There, it, it is true that there are harsh chemicals, obviously. Acids when like you know in higher percentages are harsh you have to use products that have it in the appropriate amount yeah but in general those things are good for your skin they're formulated to do good things yeah so the the idea that all chemicals or harsh chemicals are bad is just not right it's not correct um but there are brands that have minimal ingredients. They don't have a ton of preservatives. And that is good for certain people. People mm. who have inflant like rosacea, eczema, people who are pregnant. Because like you can't use all ingredients when you're, you can't use retinoids. You can't use certain acids when you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Right. And that is when it's good to use products that have ingredients that are safe for that stuff. And th- I feel like that's where the term clean came from right but it's not that they're clean they're just safe for certain situations right like so they're not like clean they're there needs to be like just better terminology yeah they're pregnancy safe they're and it it isn't because oh this product is like a retinoid is bad because you can't even use it when you're pregnant well there's a lot of things that you can't do when you're pregnant that you still continue to do after you're pregnant right like eat sushi yes and drink champagne. Yes. And what else? Soft cheeses. Soft cheeses, man. And that's gonna be a really hard. Yeah. Like when when either of us are pregnant, like it's gonna be really rough. Yes. And I think there's a lot of fear mongering that is surrounded by the clean beauty movement, and like one of Paltrow <laughs> and everything that she believes in, but. <laughs> There's a brand that I'm going to be carrying that I absolutely love and it is considered a clean beauty brand and they have a really like one of the highest EWG ratings about, which basically tells you what is an E is does EWG stand for something? It, environmental I forget the name. I'm going to look it up. What does EWG stand for? It's it's basically a website that you can go to Oh, okay. I thought it was Environmental Working Group. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping you live your healthiest life. Okay. So they they have very clean ingredients. There's eight ingredients or fewer in all of their products, mm. and that is it's good because it, the fewer ingredients, the less likely you are to react. Yeah. If you have very sensitive skin, 
there are products out there that might be better for you. Because if you don't know what's causing your skin to be irritated, it's really hard to figure that out. Right. So the fewer ingredients, the better. So you can figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. But overall, most people don't need that level of quote unquote clean. Mm -hmm. So I feel like clean beauty products clean like the brand epicutus which i love is on the, the nice list but i feel like everything surrounding the idea of clean beauty is on the naughty list because <laughs> it's just another way for us to feel like we're not doing enough we're not doing it right it's just like a guilt trip yes like oh you're using a product that has blah 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 on it oh it's just not clean yeah that's not clean i only put clean products on me yeah so it does there's some something to that like psychology of the like the guilt and the shame fear mongering (laughs) (laughs) but there's also something like from like you're talking about fear mongering as like for like society or like people in general and I'm talking about more of a like a personal oh how it affects you psychologically and why yeah like you feel kind of stuff well it's like the term organic right like you feel guilty and like shameful if you eat some something that's not organic right or, or you put something on your face that's not clean yes when you're ingesting certain fast foods and other things and it's like products that have m- more abrasive chemicals in them are not like the mcdonald's of skincare despite right. the claims that they are it's yeah it's different things. It's different things. It's not, it's, you're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing, um, I don't know. Clean beauty is like raw food <laughs> versus cooked Michelin star food. <laughs> still utilizes fresh ingredients. Still good. Formulated by a chef. Formulated by a chef with gastronomy <laughs> and other things versus raw (laughs) yeah so it's not like the well actually there is clean there are clean beauty products that are bad for you and they are ones that are heavily focused in using um essential oils Mm. essential oils can be super irritating on the skin despite being natural they need a carrier oil they need to be diluted uh like I, i feel like that's kind of essential oil 101 right is you put like a carrier carrier oil with an active ingredient oil and then well so like for instance when i went to aveda for beauty school there they used essential oils to remove your makeup at the beginning and it burned my face like i they i was like remove it immediately it was so irritating on my skin mm. and it was used with a carrier oil <laughs> And not it's, for everybody. No, if you have sensitive skin, most people can't handle pure essential oils. Nobody can handle pure essential oils on their yeah. face. But like there's different amounts that you can handle and most clean products have that in it. Yeah. So those are naughty, but in general clean beauty can be nice. Yes, like clean beauty products that are quote unquote clean are not inherently bad but the concept of clean beauty is kind of naughty yep okay last one and that is witch hazel apparently it's making a comeback well there's nothing i use witch hazel 
instead of alcohol when I degrease the skin um, for like waxing because mm. it's gentler. Yeah. And it has antimicrobial properties and other things, but it is very drying. So when people are using it as a toner, they're not realizing that everything that they just did is undone with the dryness that it causes. So mm. witch hazel as a toner, pure, pure witch hazel is naughty. Witch hazel in a product that is formulated with other things, nice. Okay. Except for me, when, like I said, I use pure witch hazel when I like decrease the skin before waxing. But then I put on an oil after the fact. And that's also not on your face. or Yeah, no, like, no when I yes. do your brows and other, any area of the body, because it's less abrasive than alcohol. Most, most, you're taught to like degrease the skin with alcohol wipes or like pure, like 70% alcohol, <laughs> rubbing alcohol. So I don't do that. I have rubbing alcohol because it's necessary for certain things. Um, but I use witch hazel and then I follow up with fur oil because fur oil is amazing. Sponsor us. Okay. Thanks. Fur oil. That would be an amazing sponsorship. Yes. And like you do use the crap out of them. Yes, I do. And I've used the crap out of them. I sell for oil. It's amazing. For oil products. I love Even the brand. Even when I'm like in a phase where I'm just like not waxing the kitty. Mm-hmm. Like it, I feel like it makes everything softer. Yes, it does. I like that. And it has lots of good oils in it. We're in winter mode. We're in hibernation, hibernation mode. mode. We're not concerned too much with waxing right now. Uh, you know, if you're getting <laughs> waxed regularly from me, I mean, my clients are coming every five to six weeks. Yeah. Regardless, because that's the best way to do it. Because it hurts more if you come with a fresh bush. True. True. We don't need the winter bush if if t- to get ripped out from the... You would come to me regularly if you lived nearby. You do not live close enough for you to be coming literally every five to six weeks. That's true. Yeah. Okay. It's time for your favorite part of the show. Tis the season to ask an SD. I don't know if this song is allowed to be on the show. I think it's fine. I I don't think they have rights to the tune. I don't think so. You changed all the words. I changed the words. We're good. You didn't know what that song was. It was a random new song that you've never heard of, right? I made it up. I'm a musician. Yes. (laughs) This is Ask an Esty. If you have questions for Alyssa that you'd like to hear us talk about on the show, you can submit your questions using the form. It is in the show notes. It is linked on the Instagram. We are at YBA podcast on Instagram. Yes, we are. We are. Um, <laughs> at YBA podcast that is that is it that's There's no it. questions that's yep, it that's yep. it um I feel like for a while maybe I was saying it wrong I don't know but I, I didn't notice but I also not entirely sure I'm listening when you say that right because you're I already know like, it you're like you're saying it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I heard the first part and the last part sounded right it was right yeah that's our show that's where we are you can find us there um, and you can also submit your questions to Ask an SD. And we love answering your questions. It is so fun for us to hear from you. Ask me, like, ask me the questions. Ask me some real stuff. I will answer. There's no afraid. question that I will be like, ooh, that's not it. Ask me. Yeah, we'll answer anything. Yep, literally. Alyssa is both a therapist and an aesthetician. Uh, yeah. 
that's what you know i that's the job that's the job now it is yes yeah. this is now a therapy podcast it is a there oh you know i i that <laughs> was my major in college <laughs> huh, those who can't do <laughs> become an esthetician <laughs> exactly that was where i was going with that um <laughs> All right. So this question is from Michaela in San Mateo. I think, can we get James in here for this? We can. James! Is he asleep? (laughs) Right now. Immediately. Toot sweet. That's fine. Say it on the podcast. Okay. We have uh, brought James on for a, a, so a celebrity James, guest appearance. James is Alyssa's boyfriend. This is they my can't boyfriend. hear you, James, because you're not on a mic yet. He's not. No, he was Hi, a. Everyone. Nope. D- don't do that. Nope. <laughs> that's not a good. That's not good form. We don't know if you heard it or not, but he was yelling because he doesn't realize that he has to talk into a mic. But he was um fighting some zombies. Fighting some zombies. Now he's joined us to talk about. Uh, Michaela's question. So Michaela in San Mateo says, I'm thinking about trying to get my boyfriend into some skincare. Is there like a gateway drug to skincare for guys? Maybe like a Christmas gift? So wait, should I say what I think it would be and then James can be like yes or no and then say what he really thinks it would be? Sure. Yeah. Just, just say, just talk okay. about what you, what you would recommend and then... So... I, what I would recommend for any guy trying to get any guy into skincare is simpler is better. And they don't care about brands. They don't care about anything. All they care about is convenience. So a cleanser in the shower that they can use. They're showering daily. They're going to cleanse their face. Doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it does matter what it is. It's not saying I have scrub. Start them off with like CeraVe or something very simple. And then... I mean, serums are great. I I think it depends on how much your boyfriend is willing to do. But I would probably say start them off with cleansing and then moisturizing after the shower. And once they get that down, then you can throw in a serum. So coming from a guy's perspective, um, I think the the only real way to get a guy into uh, any type of skincare is hold them down. Tie him to the bed and just put it on his damn face. There's uh, there's no way you're going to get him into routine. I barely shampoo my hair when I'm in the shower, let alone put on cleanser and do anything else. Okay, that's not true because you got the OGX. I think your brother got it. The OGX hair shampoo and conditioner. And we went, you're like, I have the good stuff. I got the good stuff. And you were, you were bragging about the OGX from CVS thinking it was good because it wasn't three in one. And you were using it. I honestly have no idea what OGX is. I know you don't know what it is, but you'd recognize the bottle. The one, the stuff that you had in your shower. The blue one? Yes. Oh, yeah. That one smelled <laughs> nice. See, I picked it purely on smell. I don't know what's going in. You, you said saline or saline or whatever. That sounds like some, you know, science. I don't need, I don't need science going on in my face. That's what I'm saying, ladies out there. If you guys Serum. want to get your boys to get on that skincare routine. Get invest in some nice rope and time to a bed. This has been James. Thank you all, all the homies out there. I like to thank my mom, 
my dad, my brother. You guys all been great. Well, Jack, you're the one I'll who got him the uh, uh, the OGX shampoo and conditioner because you have curly hair. Alyssa's boyfriend, James. <laughs> with, <laughs> with an, no, don't drop the mic. No. Don't he can't drop the mic. No it's, dropping the nice. Unless mics. he wants to get me a new one. <laughs> when it's broken and not working, <laughs> just put them on and don't tell him it's not working. And then when he drops the mic, be like, "You broke it." <laughs> um. So that was unhelpful, James. That thank you for that. Um. Invest in some rope and tie him down. I guess it's funny. It's funny. I mean, first of all, I think that's not true. (laughs) It's it's not because after he ran out of his quote unquote nice OGX stuff. Yeah. We went to CVS to get more things. And okay, I'm not going to lie. I went to the men's section. There's nothing there. Nothing there. There's it's all three in one, four in one. There is not a single good product. They're they all have, about ha- the skinimalism. Yes. And the haramalism. No, they're all about the I don't know. The I They're all about I, let's just like be as lazy as possible. We had to go into the the section that I understand why a guy it's overwhelming. The the huge aisle I feel that, that. Like it, they don't know any of it. And it's all the same. They don't know brands. They don't know like, oh, Pantene, Nexus. Garnier like they don't know that they're just like walking through and they're like I don't know and he also didn't think he needed conditioner <laughs> and I'm like you don't have it's not like you have no hair he has good hair he does have really good hair and it's it's long it's not long but he'd like, like it to like stay good right yes I'm like you can't just be washing your hair with shampoo and then it's like washing your face without moisturizing he listened he used it I have to say, I think that's just the thing. Tell them that that's what they need to do and make it as convenient as possible. Cleanser in the shower. That's what I do. Yes. Moisturizer, right, like when they're brushing their teeth at night, put it right next to the toothpaste just to get them into a regimen. Right. A routine. Just like make it as easy as possible. And I mean, some, you know what, another way is to, once they start noticing things if they notice that their skin is nicer they're gonna yeah no if they notice that their skin is aging or they're breaking out that's when they care yeah they care when it's when it's a problem yeah and i if they're asking you that's the time to be like i know a great product let's do this i know several great products by the way here try this (laughs) Uh, i would also recommend don't let them use yours because they will overuse it yeah, they don't understand pea size. No, I don't let James use my nice shampoo and conditioner. I have crap. I have OGX in the shower for him. Yeah. Just use it. Use that. Please don't use my stuff. <laughs> okay. The next question is actually my question. Um, because I wanted to make sure we had one that was holiday themed. And that is... What is the naughtiest beauty habit that you see during the holidays, Alyssa? Um, falling asleep in your holiday party makeup. Mm. There's lots of drinking, a lot of eating, a lot of being out, socializing. And you're so tired afterwards. Yes. You just get home and you're like, I can't wash my face. It's too much. It's not too much to do it. It's just too much. I mean, the other I'm thing so I tired. would say, it would be using your summer products in the winter oh okay because your skin is drier well depending on where you live 
and the climate and other things like places like Hawaii, Florida. Yeah, not so much an issue. But if you live in places that get cold, especially if there's snow involved, if your hands are cold and dry, then your face probably is. Too. Exactly. And you need thicker moisturizers and it's probably all like I like to do like a face oil mix with my moisturizer. Well, oil is not the same as water. So it's not when you're when you're dry, it's because you're like from the cold air. I, sorry, I moved the mic out of my way because I was gesturing <laughs> um, with my mic hand. Um, when your skin is dry from the weather, it's because water is being pulled out, not oil. Yeah. So but that that is a good thing, too. But you want to make sure that you're using moisturizer, which has water in it. Yes. And that's a good time to do slugging. More in the winter. Yes. Uh, because you want to prevent your skin from losing that moisture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Last segment today. Holiday themed. It's our celebrity beauty segment. So celebrities say a lot of stuff about what they're doing. There's also a lot of speculation about what they're not telling us, which is what we like to do. Yes. And it's a really popular segment. I know a lot of you um, like to hear us talk about celebrity beauty. It's it's just fun. It's really just fun to talk about celebrities because we don't know them. No. Like, <laughs> all we can do is like look at pictures and take a guess. But Alyssa's a professional and she has really good guesses. So Alyssa, what do you think about, and a lot of celebrities have said this over the years, um, I'm specifically referencing Sandra Bullock who told fashionmagazine.com that she recommends or she didn't tell them this was featured in fashionmagazine.com saying that she uses hemorrhoid cream for her under eyes to depuff. No. Naughty. Naughty. Well, it's not formulated for your eyes. It, it so hemorrhoid cream constricts the blood vessels and can reduce swelling which is why it sounds like that would be exactly what you want but it's not formulated as safe for your under eye that's not what it's for <laughs> like it's not ophthalmologist approved yikes and therefore no don't put things on in areas that they don't belong so like celebrities might be saying yeah that works but it might not be safe yes it might make you go blind it might make other things happen cause irritations so that's a hard what an no. embarrassing story too. If you go blind because you <laughs> used hemorrhoid cream, cream on, your on your eyes, like who wants to go around saying that? Like, oh yeah, like my eyesight was compromised because I put hemorrhoid cream on my face. Yeah, that it doesn't belong there. Doesn't go there. It's for your butt. It's it's for your hemorrhoids. For your butt. Yes. Your butthole. Your butthole. Well, I mean, that's where you you can get hemorrhoids other places, but I think if you mostly get like, there, yes, not for your eyes. Yeah, your eyes are not buttholes. Can you get hemorrhoids other places? I don't know. I'm not a hemorrhoid expert. <laughs> We're not doctors, but I can tell you with confidence, it's not for your eyes. It's not for your eyes. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's naughty. Don't do it. Ugh, naughty or nice has been so fun to talk about all the naughty and nice things for the holidays that you can do for your skin or not do. Don't do the naughty things. Don't do the naughty things. Don't be on the naughty list. No. Nope. Alyssa's Nobody. naughty list. Don't be on my naughty list. And I can I can probably guarantee that estheticians would agree would agree with 
nine nine out of the ten things I said here. There's some there's one controversial topic, clean beauty. Yeah, that may, they may not all agree with, but I would say everything else they agree with. So it's it's mine and uh, almost all estheticians naughty list. Alyssa Santa, all estheticians agree. Be nice to your skin this Christmas, this holiday season. Wipe off your eye makeup and all of your makeup after your holiday parties. Yes. Um, make sure you're using good winter skincare ingredients. And also subscribe to this show. <laughs> subscribe. Do you like what I did there? Yep. <laughs> subscribe to your bestie, Esty, wherever you get your shows so that you can get updated as soon as we have new episodes. Make sure you follow us on socials we are at yba podcast on instagram we're also on tiktok which is more or less like the same videos that we share on instagram but it's also fun so do that yeah if you want to be nice to your skin listen to our podcast <laughs> if you want to be nice to your ears also listen to our that podcast. too you just want to be nice to yourself all over if you want to have a good time with us we love it submit your ask an sd questions to the ask an sd form on our show notes and also on Instagram. And we will talk to you next year. Oh my God, next year. Mm -hmm. 2024. All right. Bye. Bye.